Hi, my name is Valentina Rise and you are listening to Rising Truth Podcast. I'm the founder of Biomatrix Energy Healing, certified coach, nutritional therapist, medical intuitive, mentor, teacher and author. I come from a lineage of healers and through prayer and prohibit intuitive insight, I've dedicated my life's work to bringing greater clarity and self-awareness to all my clients. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy this podcast. Hi everyone, today I wanted to do a little video and have a little chat about mind control and how it is very easy for people to get into that hypnotic state. So it happens in many cases, a lot of times it can also be used in therapy, it can help people like doing hypnosis, can help to remove some traumas, can also help people to start doing things differently, whether it's quitting smoking, maybe about food, uh, people with food addictions and any addictions really. So the mind is very powerful. It is complicated. They still haven't figured it all out yet, but they, the social engineers, do understand about programming and the mind programming. So humans are very unique in the sense that it takes our brain 25 years to fully develop. Now, when you look at animals, it doesn't take them that long. So you see a bird, you know, uh, once it's born, it's not long after that, that the bird will actually start to fly and then become a bit more independent. And animals just have this natural thing about them in like, you know, they just know that they are part of earth and they're part of nature and they're not thinking about the future or the past or, you know, you don't see animals. You see domesticated animals that can get anxiety and can be stressed, but the non-domestic animals are just doing what they do and what's natural to them and what comes down through in their genetics as well because every cell in our body is like an encyclopedia and we do bring forward that information. So we can see sometimes, and I hear a lot of people saying, you know, these little kids, these young kids these days that are being born are so smart. So they are getting that information. Also, there's a lot of information within the etheric uh, energy field as well. But we do pass on uh, this information. So the wiser we, we become, we actually pass that on to the younger generation. And when we used to live more in that village, when the village would look after the children, we also had that too because the kids would learn a lot of things from all the different aunties and uncles and the grandparents and the you know, the neighbours and things like that. So they would learn a lot more, learn a lot of stories, culture, tradition, traditions, song lines, folk songs. And I know with my the background I am, that's something that is very intricate in our culture about sharing those songs. And there is a saying that the mother sings the songs of like true history to the children so it doesn't get lost. So with my culture, we always put whatever happens to us in there. We've got a song line that goes back thousands of years, um, you know, but of course all of that is being lost and a lot of people are just not caring about it because we've turned into a bit of a narcissistic society. So mind control, our mind is um, programmable. We are programmable. It does take 25 years to fully develop. So they love to indoctrinate and get the children young. So this is why they create kindergartens and primary schools and schools and high schools and colleges and universities. You know, this is the whole indoctrination programming. Of course, there's a lot of people that go through those 
uh, schools and institutions and do think outside the box. They won't agree with everything. Their lecturer, teacher, professor talks about. There are people that really follow their instincts and their intuition and they will go outside the box or outside that book that's been shoved down their face, which is great. They're the heroes. They're the people that are um, truly living and creating because they're listening to what people are telling them in the schools, but they're also trying things on their own. And this is why there's so many inventions hidden in warehouses and uh, we don't see the light of day. You know, there's a lot of non-toxic solutions for all industries. So how does the mind control and the subliminal messages happen? Well, they do happen via the television. It does the flickering of the television and the screen, any screen can get us into that very relaxed state where the subliminal messages will come in. And plus, when we start to even visualize and see and hear certain things, it becomes normal. I remember there was a documentary about, you know, even when Hollywood first came about, and when they started playing like some violence in the movies, people would actually faint. There were men and women that would faint in the cinemas because they weren't used to seeing that type of violence and horror to them. And now it's like, you know, if people love watching horror movies, I don't like it, but people love watching horror movies. It's like, um, you know, it's nothing new. So even with the video games, they get violent. And then we see that the youth start to get a little bit more violent. And then if they do get into like a military type of occupation, well, now they've got a real gun in their hands. And so that's where a lot of subliminal messages come through. Now, the same people that run Hollywood, run your TV stations, your media, run the music industry, run the video gaming industry, they run your publishing houses, you know. So they're all interrelated and interlinked for their agenda of where and how they want uh, people to be thinking, how they can guilt trip people, because they know that we're very feeling, we're emotional beings, we um, our emotions move up. That's what's called the movies, because I know it moves us, moves us emotionally. Entertainment, entertainment, mentis is mind in Latin. Government, is, govern is control the mind, mentis. So, you know, the social engineers that are running the world, they actually know this. They know that we don't understand violence. It's not the way we're brought up. It's not natural to us. But the people running the show are really psychotic and uh you know schizophrenic in a sense and inbreeding psychopaths and they do not have empathy they're so out of touch with reality that they don't have the same empathy as your average man or woman you know because when disasters happen the people come together they don't care what religion nationality color of your skin is people don't give a shit about that the only time people start giving shit about that is when they're taught about division and to hate uh, someone because of their religion or to hate someone because of their colour of their skin. And that usually happens within the schools, within the TV programming, and we're seeing that again. So they try and um, get rid of racism with racism. It's just ridiculous, but it's all for an agenda. And, of course, we see a lot of uh, hating the white man, whatever that is. We're not colours. There's different human species. There's Caucasians. There's Africans, there's Asian, there's Mongolians, you know, I mean, that's scientific facts. It's not colours. We're not colours. 
And, you know, your colour of the skin is going to determine whereabouts you live as well because we adapt to our environment. So, of course, our skin's going to adapt. So if there's a lot of sun, we're going to have more melanin. You know, we're going to have darker skin. So Cambridge did come out and say that they want to get rid of the word Caucasian. They're saying it's racist or something, and it's just ridiculous. Look, when I look on the world stage, I see a lot more Western men and women putting their lives on the line to bring forward information to share with people so that they can become more informed, uh, whether it's about Big Pharma or just what's happening on this planet. And many of them do end up getting suicided and murdered. Even uh, like their family, that guy that created the Grey State wanted to create that moving documentary, him, his wife, his children, even their dog got suicided. The guy wasn't suicidal, but he wanted to bring forward some truth living in America thinking he's living in the land of the free and the brave yeah you know and the free speech and all the rest of it so I think everyone's pretty much aware that there is this uh, coercion to suppress uh, truth and to suppress people's opinions we should be having debates even what's been happening on the world the last year and a half there is tens of thousands of doctors scientists professors I mean people with major qualifications that are coming out and not agreeing with the mainstream narrative. So why aren't we having conversations? Why aren't they allowed to have debates? And that's what they want. They, let's talk about it. Because usually when there's uh, something that happens and they're not sure how to fix it, that's what they do. They ring each other up. They're colleagues. You know, this is what I found. This is what I found that works. This is what I don't find. So if you're not interested in going beyond the mainstream media, then you're not going to find these truths. So how does the mainstream media uh you know, start to use mind control, they use it by the way they talk, the tone of the voice. So when you want to hypnotize someone, you're not going to be passionate and yell and scream at them. You know, you're going to use a very, you know, calm tone of voice. And then you slowly get them into a relaxed state as I'm doing right now. And that's what I do when I put people through meditation, when I work with people um, for them to heal themselves or when we're removing, you know, traumas or negative mindsets. It's, you know, it's having that uh, controlled tone of voice. And that's how you bring in those subliminal messages. That's how you get people into a hypnotic state because you speak to them in a, that tone of voice. And we see them on the television, they're all there in their little suits and they're speaking very calm and they look very clean and neat and tidy. And so, of course, people think, oh, look, they know what they're saying. You, know, you haven't got people there that are passionate. And if you do get someone that's passionate, gets up there or is against the narrative, all of a sudden they'll put them down, they start to defame them and call them conspiracy theorists, which was a term created by the CIA, to um, and they created it when Robert no John F Kennedy got his head blown off and half the population of America didn't believe the official narrative so then they come up with the term conspiracy theorists because they didn't want people to start to question or look into things themselves it also happens it probably even happens in your workplace so when if you work in a big company you most likely will have a uniform so that uniform is to uniform you into the way of thinking of that company and their protocols and their uh, rules and regulations and what that company stands for. So sometimes people have got to ask themselves, are you wearing a uniform or a costume? Because when you wear a costume, just like acting and actors, 
when you wear a costume, you are now in character. So when you wear your uniform, you are now in character. Because most people, when they put on that uniform, they're not behaving. They won't behave the same way when they take that uniform off. But with the uniform, I have to behave like this. Without the uniform, well, they're free to actually be themselves. So it's something really interesting to think about. So if we're going to free ourselves, we need to start using some critical thinking. We need to start asking questions and we need to know ourselves a little bit more. Whether you wear a uniform or a costume, you need to be you. Now, if you're going to be up on a stage in an acting, being an actor, and all the actors are agents of change. So that's what Hollywood's about. They have actors because the actors are for uh, part of the agenda to be agents of change, to start to change the way of thinking of um, you know the masses and those who watch the television. And they've done many studies that when people watch certain movies and they watch TV series, they do start to behave like that, uh, especially when Fast and Furious came out. They um, did do a study and collected information and data that when that movie came out, so many people were starting to speed with their cars and drag racing and all the rest of it because they all tried to do that. So we're very impressionable. We are programmable. And on one hand, we need it because we need how to cook and clean and read and write. And we need to be able to be programmable so we can learn skills to survive. But when you have nefarious people that have their own agenda at play who don't care about you, who don't care about the human race at all, who are, you know, living this delusional world in their own illusionary thought systems, you know, they believe there's a correction they need to do on this planet. They believe that they have the right to overtake this planet and rule this planet. And they're doing a lot of things and they're not letting you know about it. Uh, and they are extremely religious. You may not be, but they are in the sense that they're in constant ritual and ceremony. So they're doing their rituals and ceremony and sacrifices where it's animal, children, whatever it is. They are on call 24-7. These people do not sleep. They work 24-7 and their agenda is to rule the world because they're not happy just with their money. They don't want to go and retire in some beautiful island and live their life or to give back to the community that's not what they're about. They'll give you that false impression that they are because they have PR groups, they have they control the media, so they'll have, um, you know, people and organisations and those agencies, marketing agencies that will help them make them look good. And it is actual fact. Rockefeller did it. He hired PR marketing companies to make him look good. Bill Gates did it. So, you know, it's out there if you choose to research, ask questions and use some critical thinking. So back to the uniform and the costume. Now you may work in a company, you've got to wear a uniform. And I think the major one in the uniform costume wearing is the ones, the order followers, are the ones that are in defence force or in the police force. You know, these people, I believe, have an obligation to listen and to research everything and to not just take what the government or politicians say to them at face value. I believe people in these professions are A, very courageous because it's not easy to be in those uh, industries. Um, they're very strong-willed, but they're also very programmable because 
you cannot be in those industries if you're someone who uh, is a free thinker, you know, if you're someone who understands what the word authority means. And so the word authority has got the word author in it. So if you allow someone to be the authority over you, then you're allowing someone to be the author of your life. So if you choose to be the authority of your life, then you are the author of your life. But the people in these industries, amazing people doing amazing jobs, you know, having to witness things that the rest of us just wouldn't even be able to cope and break down. They have very great uh, peer pressure as well. And, uh, but we also see a high suicide rate in these industries, especially those in the defence force who then come back from, you know, war-torn countries and uh, high, a high um, suicide rate. Because once you take off that costume or uniform and once you don't have that peer group, rah, rah, you know, so-called support system, you're on your own and then you can't bullshit to your soul. If you're not a psychopath and you're generally a good person, but maybe you've done things when you've got that costume or uniform on that you wouldn't do otherwise, then you cannot eradicate those memories. And this is why many of the people who um, do wear costumes, do wear those uniforms, if they're, you know, defence force, any type of defence force, you know, they find even if they go and get the help and speak to a therapist, it can be very hard for them to remove those memories and to live with what they have done. So that's why there's a high uh, suicide rate in those industries. And I don't want anyone to suicide themselves. I don't want anyone to do that. I want us to live in a world where we can have discussions, we can have debates, where we can talk about things where there is justice. And I think everyone wants that. And if you don't want that, then there's something wrong with you. I think you need to check in with yourself. I don't want to live in a communist country. I've heard of stories of my ancestors that lived under tyranny and it wasn't good. And they moved to get away from that and here they are again living through that. You know, the Australian government doesn't run Australia and people need to understand that. And there was a de declaration done, declaration basically war done to the people back in 2020 when we were told that we we're going to have intrusions in our life like we've never seen before, intrusions that we don't want. But basically, you know, he shrugged his shoulders, ScoMo, and that's just the way it is. And then he took off while the corporates who really run the government anyway uh, started to run the government. So he basically took his hands off the wheel. And even though they, they do their photo ops and they're on the TV screen on those little pedestals, um, it's false. So what we're being shown and what's going on behind the scenes, two different things. And ScoMo did come out, I think today or was it yesterday, and basically said that he was talking to the general of the ADF about the war games, the new operation to get people the jabby, jab, jab, kill shot. So I suppose this video is just to touch on that because I think people find it very hard. Those that are aware that something's not right or those that are fully aware that something's not right and there is connective dissonance. And in some cases, it's not even connective dissonance. It's just 
people that either in extreme amounts of fear and they just do not want to lose their illusionary life. They cannot handle the idea that basically shit's going to hit the fan. And if they haven't seen it already has, it is going to come. So July the 9th is going to be the cyber polygon. And that's going to be a simulation of like internet getting shut down. And of course, there's a lot of people talking about it. And that if that was to happen, from what I'm hearing with people that have been investigating that, is that, you know, the food supply and a lot of uh, areas, basically because we're all relying on it now. They bought out digital. I'd love to go back to analog. I'm Generation X. I'm old school. I was around before technology. Actually, I was very slow in getting into technology. I just, just intuitively just didn't think it was going to be something good for us. And uh, I just was rejecting it. It was really strange. But now I look back and I see why. Um, so I would suggest people prepare, you know, just collect a few more things, you know, have some things on standby, some extra food, water, some candles, some torches, and just be ready for whatever's going to happen. What is really um, sad for me, though, is a lot of uh, small businesses and medium businesses have been destroyed and a lot of people are now moving their businesses online. So if the internet goes down, then those businesses are going to be disrupted again because they're not going to be able to communicate with their customers and uh, whatever it is that they're doing online. So that's going to be really terrible. And then if they are going to use the kill shot as your way to get back on, then that's sad as well. Uh, a lot of content might get removed as well. So a lot of content where people have spent years of their lives, thousands of hours, you know, even putting amazing documentaries together to make it easy on those people that don't have the time to research what's going on. Because even if you don't have the time, there are people that have done it. So you could watch a handful of, you know documentaries and sort of get up to speed with it but really look into yourself and look into those things about the mind we need to be aware of mind control and how that works and how people are so easily put into a hypnotic state and it is done by the tone of voice so if you listen to anything mainstream media news uh, koshi in the morning the rest of it you know, they're either laughing, joking, they end up having a conversation with themselves, which is what they want you to do. They want you to have the same conversation they are. Uh, it's not about you being an independent thinker or being independent, even though you are, that's not how they want you to, uh, to behave. And so they're showing you how to behave and they're showing you what conversations to have and how to speak to yourselves and others. So... I pray and hope that you guys will all think for yourselves, ask questions, look at what's happening, even though it feels uncomfortable, look at what's happening, look at what you got and who you got around you, start to build some community, share the information with people and don't get upset if people are upset or passionate. People have to also let it out. So I don't know if people watching this have seen Thanos. Thanos is very passionate about what's going on. He has a right to be. I don't see his passion as like something's wrong with him. Oh, no, he's having a mental breakdown. He's getting it off his chest. Plus, he's European. Europeans, we're passionate, we're vibrant, we're loud. 
So, and I know with me and my family, we're very loud and I can also get very loud. So people that know me know that. And, uh, and it doesn't mean, uh, you know, someone's having a mental break. They're just, they are, they're filled with so much love and so much awareness and they want people to be happy and they want people to understand and, and look at what's happening. And so sometimes that's the only way, you know, they get it out that way is it comes out passionate, but he definitely doesn't have uh, a mental problem or illness. He's very fit and healthy, he goes to the gym, looks after himself, but sure, he's pissed off with what's happening as most people are when they look at this. It's not right. It's not fair. We want justice. We want the truth coming out. We want the debates. Bring the other experts in. I mean, there are some uh, trials happening. The German-American uh, lawyer, and he's got a lot of lawyers, a big team, and they're actually uh, taking the World Health Organization to court. They're starting those procedures. So that's going to be really interesting. They're starting that on the 3rd of July. So there are people that are doing things. There are people that are understanding there are remedies. You can say no, there is legal remedy for you in that. So look into it, research it, but be aware. Don't let yourself get hypnotized. Be aware of what you're hearing because they contradict in themselves. And, uh, you know, so if you start to really listen to what they're saying, and be a critical thinker, you will end up realizing, geez, this is not even making sense. And if you are someone that wears a uniform, ask yourself, are you the same person in the uniform when you're not wearing the uniform? And if you know others that are, you know, are they the same? And so we need to all support each other in all of this. But the only way we can do that is if we understand ourselves, awareness of self is the first step to success is always about awareness that's the title of my very first personal development book and i will actually be starting that program again online but that's what it's all about it's about awareness and realizing that we've had the wool pulled out from you know pulled over our eyes to realize that we have been indoctrinated with false information and data and to realize that we've been lied to about our history and about who we are and how magnificent we are so even if we start there, then that's something. But don't just take things at face value. Ask questions. You have a right to do that. You have a right to live and exist. You are precious. You are worth it. You are good enough. This is your home planet. And no one has a right to coerce you, blackmail you, and demand you do something that goes against what you feel uh, deep in your heart of hearts. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this little discussion and uh, I hope it's all made sense and in what I wanted to express and that you guys will start looking at these things a little bit differently with a bit more awareness about the mind control, the tone of voice, the hypnotic state, subliminal messages and, uh, you know, the industries that wear the uniform slash costumes and how we can get them on board and to realize they have an obligation to look into everything and not just take orders, you know, as they get debriefed every day about, you know, um, working against the people. And they have been doing urban warfare for over a decade now, so urban and suburbs. So they have been getting trained about 
working against the people and there's been rumours that the ADF is even training for martial law. I'd say we're already sort of in it. Um, so this is a big thing. Uh, but I think if we stick together, keep building community, keep educating ourselves and, you know, say no, stand up, be kind, especially to yourself and reach out to people and, um, you know, and that's the best thing we can do. Reach out to people so that you don't feel so alone and I love the support too. So come reach out to me. You're welcome to do that. And uh, until next time, guys follow your bliss, be in joy. Let's get through this and let's continue to build the world that we want. And, uh, and I believe that's already happening. All right. Lots of love, love, love. Bye.